2: out
3: <laughs> I forgot to do it before the
2: show <sighs> LB, I'm glad that you um, subconsciously uh, brought us to the subject of liquids because I want to go I want to take on this uh, the West Hartford um, Starbucks unionization but not I don't really want to judge the people whatever here we go so in West Hartford, which is like the Cambridge Harvard Square, I've uh, been there. Right, you have. Yeah, you so. um,
3: There's some really pretty houses there.
2: Yes. So anyway, here is um, they're 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 unionizing. The Starbucks workers are unionizing because because
3: that's what Starbucks workers do now.
2: Right. That's what they do. So the, so here's the news package on them. And forgive the opening pun; it's, they can't help themselves.
0: It's the advert that's been brewing for employees at the Corbin's Corner yes. Starbucks location in West Hollywood. Calling
2: an airstrike on our location right now. Nuclear missiles, please, Mr. Putin.
0: ...since April, and now partners here won their union vote, making this... Them-
2: partners here. The news people actually use the Starbucks terminology. The I, had terminology. A, I had a roommate... Partners
0: here.
3: I had a roommate who worked at Starbucks once, and they were supposed to be giving legendary customer service.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm one step closer to becoming the first location in the state to unionize.
2: Probably the biggest concerns was uh, kind of
0: maintaining the same nature and, and feel of the store. Charles Poventude, a shift manager at the store, has worked for Starbucks for 10 years.
3: <laughs> I'm glad he has been moved up to shift manager, at least.
2: Man, uh, he'll be he's sitting moving on top up, of the world. He's as...
0: moving up the ranks, I mean... He says he loves working for the company, but joining the Workers United Union is about making sure employees' voices are heard.
2: We're a very close-knit group, and and we're really uh, big on making sure that everybody is comfortable, whether it be the customers and the partners themselves.
0: He says on top of higher wages, more secured hours, and better health benefits. The store's 18 employees are...
2: Now, it should be known, once again, that these people mostly handle hot water. That is flavored
3: by beans. milk frothers.
2: Okay, so so it is not clear that the skill set... First of all, Alice, now going forward, it's not going to be handling both the register and milk frothers. Those will be very different things. But I have toiled in retail, so have you. Mm -hmm. I have done many crappy jobs. Have you
3: done any food service? Of course I have. Something, I'm an expert in food service myself. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right that's right it's your St. Paul year old. I know but here's the thing it's like mostly you're this is not you're flinging coffees and they have a way to make coffees go in in a mass produced um, arrangement you know mm-hmm. they come up with a temple to make it happen so that you get the stuff over there you put the stuff over there you get the, thing, the steamer here if they even have those and you ask the person if they want a cool whip on top or uh whipped cream on top and then you get the person's name and you write it on the thing. And then you pretend you're taking the a money in a different f- standard of money than the, a dollar or whatever. Um, or no, no, no. It The size is all the numbers in Italian. Whatever. It's fine. It's in like Starbucks culture. You Stuff is green. There's bad jazz playing. You, you can sell the CD or used to be able to. Whatever. It's okay. This is not... And this is going to hurt these people, because I'm sure they look at, let's say, the 7-Eleven and look down at the 7-Eleven workers, mm-hmm. and 7-Eleven coffee, obviously, and they're like, I feel so bad that guy's only stuck at 7-Eleven. But they should realize, that just because the jazz is playing, and they're held up a lot le- fewer times, and you don't have to deal with replenishing the nacho cheese, that you are the 7-Eleven person. You are. Okay? Yeah. So, so I just wanted before he's and like, soon
3: you'll be a it's robot. It's about the
2: customer experience. It's about, they're like they act as if they're the they're in possession of some secret, uh, you know, hospitality front of the house gift of charm that they're <laughs> making the Starbucks experience. Mostly, we don't need any of the, the race lessons, and we don't need the names in the cups, and we don't need anything else. We need you to shut the f up and make the coffee, but. well and i've noticed this about a lot by and large these are college grads they feel that something more important is happening and you know we should be a little more appreciative to the experience but we don't need to be you can be a, a a kid from the projects in brockton massachusetts with no education with an 11 iq and you can also do that job
3: maybe better Than the college educated person who's unionizing the store. Because I've noticed this pattern a little bit, having worked a ton of like retail and service jobs and whatever, um, that there are certain people who deep down feel that they're too good for the job. Oh, yes. And that the company couldn't go without them. As though there aren't thousands of star hundreds or whatever of Starbucks all over the country that all managed to make venti caramel macchiatos. And there are lots and lots of people who can also do that,
2: too. I completely agree. And I think that the- not
3: that it doesn't take work to We're, know how I'm to do sure. it well. Not that it's undignified work. I mean, like sure. I say, I've done a lot of those jobs. I appreciate the people who do them a lot, but... It doesn't require some special magical thing that
2: only you have. Right. And you know, here's the other thing. And I used to also resent my stupid person jobs because I, oh, I thought that I was better than them. And I was smarter than a lot of the people there. But, you know, I, I had no more college than anybody else, usually less. Um, but it, so there is a resentment but you know, let me let me continue with this, and I'll get back to it.
0: They're hoping their union will help back them better when staffing is in a pinch. If
2: Someone calls out, for example, there's a way to compensate us properly instead of just being em- empty-handed. You know, more incentive for.
3: If you call out, why so do no, you no, get no. compensated?
2: You don't call out. Somebody else calls out. Mm-hmm. That shift becomes more difficult because now you're shorthanded. He wants to be compensated for working on the shorthanded shift. Hmm. Which is a marvelous way to think if you've got zero sense of how any business works.
3: Isn't every business shorthanded right now?
2: Well, yes, exactly. And so, the, the, what, what blows me away... The hard work that you're putting in. You've been to a Starbucks where it's super busy. This is Cuzco Gong. You'll learn about her in a second. And... There's um, there's only one or two people working.
0: Kuzco Gong says the long lines you sometimes see at Starbucks stores could be reduced if the burden on workers was too. It's a strain on us, and it's also a strain on people who rely on us every day as, as part of it.
2: The long lines could be reduced if their burden was reduced. Aww. These people seem to not... First of all, Kuzco Gong, I think, is probably in her late 30s, maybe early 40s. She is on a... She's headphones on and a speaker, and she is doing this from her car, this interview. I've looked her up, and she is, not shockingly, into the theatrical arts. She's an mm-hmm. actress in local theater. I'm sure she paid college to go to learn how to be an actress in yes. local theater. Yes,
3: you can't just
0: do that off the
2: street, you know, is what she's doing.
0: Their routine. Because we are just doing our best. The Corbin's Corners location is one of more than a hundred Starbucks stores across the country to have won their union vote count. As a result, Gong says your next cup of coffee or breakfast sandwich could be ready even sooner. Hopefully, I mean faster service, uh, more accurate service.
2: Now we. So faster service, more accurate service. We've got a. Some person calls out, and now we're uh, we're we're overrun. And it's harder for us. There's not enough people, et cetera. And he wants to make, the guy wants to make the, uh, the he says he'll be able to make the um, experience better for everybody. They'll be able to make the experience better for everybody. Um, um, And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to improve things. What's going on over there?
3: Oh, I'm just looking something up to talk about in a little bit.
2: Okay. Can you hear me for a second? Okay. Yes, I am. So I'll wait for you.
3: I'm all set. I'm okay. talking to you.
2: Okay. Well, you can look at me and talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the thing. One, these Starbucks people shouldn't be in these jobs anymore. Cuzco Gong should not be doing that. This other dude who wants to change the world, who's been there for 10 years, should no longer be doing that.
3: But he's not merely an associate anymore.
2: No, he is a shift manager. They mm-hmm. had to. This so like he's been here for, uh, nine
3: and a half years now. We have
2: to do something. So, so, um, so here's my 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 feeling. One, they seem to not understand that one of the problems is, especially as you get to be an older adult, which these two are now, mm-hmm. is that when you work in a little coffee shop, the people just keep coming for coffee. <laughs> they keep coming. They keep coming, and when you can talk about well, if somebody calls in, we should be out. It doesn't matter. You work in a coffee shop that's going to get busy, and they're going to people are going to keep coming for coffee, and that's all that matters. You can talk about all you want about how you, you know if you were treated better, then the customers would late. Wait, wait. To me, that seems kind of like a veiled threat. So you're going to mope around, move slowly, because oh, we're understaffed, man. And obviously, it's only going to get more bureaucratic once the union starts.
3: Oh, yeah. And what the employees don't realize, too, is like, okay, not only now you're going to give a chunk of your money to the union, but it's going to increase the cost overall for the business to do business. So you're going to now have fewer employees. Like, you might be compensated a tiny bit better, but money is going to come out of your paycheck and go to a union and they're not going to be able to hire as many people if it costs them more to hire people.
2: Right, and now you're going to have a manager-facing shop steward who is filing grievances every 11 minutes when you ask the um, Frappuccino guy to refill the sugar decanter and to refill the napkins, or you ask the person who mops to you know, uh, you know, know, sell uh, biscuits.
3: Well, right, and it's not clear to me either that you're going to be getting that much of a better deal with union representation no, because this, already the wages are so over inflated because of the yes, inflation and the labor shortages alice, in the economy that like i mean people are getting hired for jobs like this like starting pay at like 20 25 an hour in in big metro areas
2: yes but but also alice what are you doing unionizing it's an effing coffee shop <laughs> you work in a tiny coffee shop i don't know clean, honey water might drip on them sometimes you work in a coffee shop what are you doing here you don't start a revolution in your coffee shop. It's so, and that's my real point: is these people obviously want to be part of something big. So he's festered in a coffee shop for ten years, but he thinks you know he's a college grad. He wants to be part of something big. She's festered in her coffee shop where she's where they don't people don't understand what a really good and important actress she is. Mm-hmm. So she she's not making it acting. She wants to be part of something big. So we're making sure we're unionizing. This is our this is our big thing we're doing. But that's not a big thing you're doing. It's a disruptive thing in a coffee, coffee shop you're doing. If there's a big thing you want to do, well, go out and f- do it, you pussy. There's a whole world for you to revolutionize if you want to. You can go out. Go make your mark. But the problem is, and that's a problem that with this generation, and it's it's in my generation too, they want all of everything. I want to have my suck job where I pour hot coffee for a living, but I want to be treated with the utmost esteem and like I'm an exceptional person, but I don't want to do anything more exceptional. Right. Other than be a pain in the ass. So you all- I also don't even want too many customers to need coffee from me, really. Because right. this show, this thing is- Right. The show is not about coffee in these walls. It's about me and my journey. And the customers are getting in the way of it. They don't understand. The management doesn't understand. And the union busters don't understand. Which is why now you've got the people in another coffee shop. Um, Starbucks employees' alleged store closure is retaliation against the union. In Ithaca, New York, employees at one of three recently unionized Starbucks in Ithaca say they find it more than coincidental that the company that the company has decided to close their store just two months later, though the coffee giant denies a college avenue. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> so, what are you doing sitting around thinking there's retaliation going on? Nobody, you don't matter enough. You can't be in a sentence that includes the word retaliation, because you're. F- insignificant you do nothing Any nobody can retaliate against you you are nothing that has nothing you are a spoiled pampered college prick uh, who 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 is who's totally an ingrate entitled little jerk and you feel oh they're retaliating against me there's no you you're just a waste of human life you're a waste of space who does nothing you don't get to be re- ta- retaliated against just like you don't get to be assassinated <laughs> at your station, you get murdered, and that's as good as it gets for you. But it's so incredible that like these, this whole generation of people, and that's maybe the, the the poison effect of Starbucks because it makes you feel like oh wait no these aren't just losers, they're they baristas. S- they're baristas, and it's part of a movement. We're partners. That's why this place is special to us. But we're gonna need a lot more things, by the way, because <laughs> right now you're paying us. And you're treating us like coffee shop employees, and we're so much more. Ugh. Would you like to continue doing research in the other topic <laughs> now? now? Would be a good time, Alice. Alice if you need to,
3: what it? <laughs> I'll get to it. No, I was just thinking because I, I made me think of it when we were talking about how there's all these labor shortages and the economy's falling apart. And today was not a good day on Wall Street at all. I don't know if you you probably don't follow much Wall Street news.
2: I, I, I saw it today.
3: But it's not good. We are in a bear market. Uh, it's basically because the inflation report came out last week. It was worse than anticipated, and it was already anticipated to be bad. The Fed was really hoping that inflation had kind of peaked in the low eights, but it went up to 8.6. So uh, they're they're signaling that they're they might raise interest rates. They were probably going to raise them a half a point anyway. And now it's probably gonna be three quarters people are speculating. So like seventy five basis points. Um, which means that yeah, the I mean like we're headed for a recession. There's right. just no way around this at this point. And the so like I mean, people today we're talking about a Volcker shock. You know what that
2: is? Is that when you raise interest rates? to counterinflation like yeah, in the in like Reagan it, administration yeah. and it's yeah, very like painful for Carter a bit and the beginning right. of Reagan which right. was actually with Reagan it was but it's horrifically the, bad it, it, just, right. and that's why he got he got didn't he get wiped out in the midterm in 82
3: uh that sounds vaguely right yeah I mean it was really really bad the it, it I mean, but that's the only cure for the inflation is to hit the brakes and cause a recession. So I was reading about this a little bit that the part of the problem is that the the expectation of inflation causes more inflation. Mm -hmm. Because if you say you're going to buy a car, right, if you don't see any end in sight to the inflation, if prices go up 10 percent every year and then it's obviously better for you to buy the car now. Right. Mm -hmm. Rather than next year when it's going to cost you 10 percent more. So people rush out and buy things now that they were going to put off the purchase until later, which causes more demand, which causes more inflation. So it's like a self-reinforcing loop. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why like Volcker had to and we probably need to, again, take an extremely firm stance because people won't stop over buying stuff with credit that they don't have and money that they don't have until until you shock the economy and you really send a strong signal to say this inflation is going to be over it is ending you can calm down you can stop buying stuff now like and and that's that's what it's going to take to like really shock the economy out of this inflationary cycle i mean like we're we are right now, and and it, and it is going to hurt. There is going to be a bad recessionary period. A ton of retailers are in a lot of trouble right now. There was, um, that's what I was looking up. There were a bunch of news stories in the Wall Street Journal about all these retailers that are sitting on huge amounts of inventory right now, right? Because they bought into the pandemic level demand, which was we were handing out cash to people who couldn't leave the house, and you know, and target and home depot and lowe's and walmart like all these places bought into that demand level and uh and that demand's not going to be there consumer spending is shifting back towards services it's slowing down because people have less money to spend now and you know because their their gas and grocery bills have shot way up so you're looking at really like they're they're gonna have all this stuff now going into the fall, and they need to make room for for other inventory, fall and winter merchandise coming in. It's and so, yeah, the the economy. Well, and can- so
2: and so, I assume. So that means like Target. I, I thought I, Target has been in the news because they've got way too much inventory; they're gonna get rid of it. And I was, I thought it would be. I took my daughter there two days ago because I thought it would be now. So I'm like, hey, good. Mm-hmm. That's actually like, I actually, I get replace our coffee maker. Um, it. So, but it, there were no real sales. But so, uh, am I right? So, th- so this is so this 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 is also bad because okay, so Target then has a fire sale, and all these places do because they've got way too much inventory; they've got to get rid mm-hmm. of it, right? So then people buy everything at a huge discount, right? And then people won't make the standard purchase that Target expected.
3: Right, and you know they bought into those inventory levels, but not only that, like they bought into those inventory levels, thinking projecting that they were going to sell them at a certain profit margin. Right, right, and that's what employs all the people who work right. in the so target. So that's what I mean. So, right. for instance,
2: the my coffee maker that's right now retailing for seventy bucks, I might get it in August for thirty bucks.
3: Right, and Target might have paid twenty five bucks for it, right. and the five dollar profit isn't going to be enough to keep all those employees getting paid twenty dollars an hour stocking shelves at night. Or all the people who work in the HR department, or all the people who work in whatever, right? Like that you need to sell stuff at a certain margin in order to. So, like, this was Target. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Target warned Tuesday its profits would drop because it needs to cancel orders with vendors and offer discounts to clear unwanted goods. The announcement was the latest sign that many big retailers are struggling to match supply with demand as inflation squeezes shoppers and more discretionary spending shifts to travel and entertainment. These chains had benefited during the pandemic when shoppers used ample savings and stimulus checks to stock up on goods. Beyond big box stores, clothing retailers are stuck with items they don't want. Shoppers have shifted spending from casual wear that was in demand during the pandemic, uh, catching some apparel retailers off guard and leaving them with excess goods that need to be marked down. Inventory at retailers such as Macy's are still below pre-pandemic levels due to supply chain shortages that allowed them to clear out excess goods and have kept certain items in short supply. Uh, Home Depot and Lowe's have reported inventory growth that outpaced sales. Um, they're still optimistic. I don't know why people are, uh, you know, optimistic. I it. don't understand who's doing this. Mehdi Hassan had tweeted th- saying that. Um, he was talking to small business owners about if the pandemic had hurt their business. And they said like, yeah, now it's this recession. And he was like, what recession? There's no recession. Just goes to show you that perceptions can just color people's (sighs) reality. Like, no, there's the real reality out here. This is happening. But yeah, this is another Wall Street Journal story from, um, this past week. Macy's Gap and other clothing stores are stuck with wrong items. Shoppers shifted spending from casual clothes and home items, catching some retailers off guard and leaving them with excess goods. Joggers are piling up at Gap. Macy's has too much activewear and Kohl's is full of fleece. Shoppers have shifted their spending from casual clothes and home items that had been in demand during the height of the pandemic. So the moral of the story is they can be both... Uh, over inventoried and stuff that people don't want and not have things that people actually want to buy so the supply chain issues aren't over they still don't have what you're coming to the store to buy and they have way too much of something else that's going to be way marked down so uh geez yeah
2: just think when it if, if everybody had just opened up in in 2020 in after two weeks yeah We're doing life again.
3: Yeah, it would have been a shock to the economy, certainly, but you could have rebounded. Right. Right. And if you had done it with, you know, a strong commitment to it, if you'd said it's safe now, wear a mask if you're immune compromised, you know, avoid big indoor crowds, then, you know, and just stuck with it then we could have been like the Nordic countries and like been okay, right? But, of course, we didn't do that. It dragged on, and then it turned into a fight between Trump and other people. Well, and,
2: and of course, we had to keep kids home, which means parents had to t- stay home. Right, changing if you don't open employment. the schools, then exactly. you can't
3: send parents back to work. Wow,
2: this is... this is how, Man, congratulations, Democrats. Congratulations.
3: And I love that they like to blame Trump for the uh, a pandemic's effect on the economy. As though we didn't all watch and see who wanted to reopen the economy and who didn't. Right. Like, we were all right here. We heard who was saying what. Right. We but the know media was telling us to TJ's cringe Union. when Trump
2: said, we can be open by Easter, Dr. Fauci, Easter. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, we else I have to say? And, and people are like, oh, my goodness. Trump is so intemperative. What is he doing there?
3: Yeah. And even like during the initial very strong lockdown, people were saying, like, we hope you're happy now that the economy's crashing and you're trapped in your home, afraid of a virus. See, this is what you get with Trump as though like I mean, they're so I can't. It's so stupid. It's so impossibly, impossibly stupid. And, you know, Biden trying to take credit for like bringing back the jobs when Operation Warp Speed meant we had a vaccine and could reopen the economy and people went back to work and saying that that's something he did as though operation Speed wasn't Trump's whole baby that he caused to happen from. Well, start but to also,
2: also like what's this? They're still pushing for zero to five year olds to get a vaccine. Yeah. But why, are got- they, why are we still playing this game? And then they're going to make it mandatory in schools. Yeah. To, for the demographic we, that we know is not affected by this. Right. This is not a five year old thing. This has nothing to do this. They're exempted. They don't, they didn't get to be in a COVID show. Sorry about well, that. Well,
3: they're trying to push to say that these like hepatitis cases and liver failure that some kids are now getting is like a long term post effect from COVID for kids or, or shut something. Up. All I know but is like,
2: what, what is the thing what's the thing that, that Bieber has has?
3: The facial paralysis. Yes, thing. What's a, It's uh um, so, some, some syndrome. It's it's shingles. It's shingles right. in your facial. Okay, nerve.
2: well that's a third person I've heard who ha- has it around the same age as he is. Right. I think something's up. Now I mentioned this today in the air. I have not read anything about whether or not, whatever, but the people who usually think something's up also think something's up.
3: Yeah, I I mean, and I think there's a connection. Certainly a lot of young people are getting shingles right now. I think it's, uh, and I've heard of a lot of young people getting cancers right now. I think COVID and the vaccine or both could.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves.
3: Have an effect on this and could both be Impacting the immune systems of people Certainly I mean I happen to be Of the belief that for people like 30 To 35 and over the initial Vaccine is A fairly good Bet you're like much less likely to die Of the vaccine than of COVID and they both have Unknown long term effects but yeah I know Someone who is 27 Who has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma Who had who is not vaccinated By the way who had uh, COVID The previous year Hmm. And then like six months later got on Hodgkin's lymphoma. I mean, like, what are the odds? It's weird, right? And like I know several people that things like that have happened to. So I mean, I really think like COVID and the vaccine are both like they both screw up your immune system in a lot yeah, of have messed a question up ways. For you. Yeah.
2: Where is the global condemnation of China?
3: Nowhere. We're not allowed to say anything <sighs> bad about China.
2: Incredible. 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 They essentially silently nuked the earth and we're no, not, sorry. they still get to tell us what to do yeah what a mess jesus what a mess <sighs> today's a one-year anniversary you probably saw it Alice, of the white house tweet saying planning cookout this year catch up on the news catch up on the news what? according to the farm bureau the cast of fourth of july barbecue is down from last year it is a fact you must uh hear hot dog the biden's economic plane Plan oh hot dog the Biden economic plan is working and that's something we can all relish.
3: Yep, it's still working. Do you get it? Relish, relish I get it. Yep. Yes, there you
2: hot go.
3: dog. Um, yeah, no, that I mean, I'll take things that don't age well for a thousand dollars, Alex. Right? I mean, it's But we all knew that this was happening then. We could see that prices were up then. We knew that they were and just because they were able to hand select a basket of items that they could claim were 14 cents cheaper overall. uh, We knew it wasn't true. Then anybody with half a brain knew it wasn't true then. And anybody who is looking around them right now can see that we're headed for another recession right now. And that there's going to be a lot of pain before the economy fully recovers. Um, I don't, I don't see like a positive way forward for Democrat economic proposals for quite a few years. I don't know if you do, but I, I don't think that this is feasible. And I think that, you know, for a lot of people who are like sort of in the middle on economic issues, I think that this really I think that this answered very clearly the question of what stimulus does to an economy.
2: Uh, Of course it does.
3: I mean, I think that if you weren't sure whether all these stimulus things work or not. And you wanted like a pure natural experiment to see. Like we can see when you shut everything down, the economy tanked. You threw in a bunch of stimulus.
1: Coming out here to why.
3: And you see what happens. And like we're living the effects of that right now. It's it. it's not real growth it's not really an improving economy
2: correct can i go to another uh thing this is Mm -hmm. the rally restaurant cancels reservation for conservative group of mom here's the story from abc 11
1: Steve, I spoke to that group, Moms for Liberty, in the last 30 minutes or so. They were said that they were coming out here to y Hill tomorrow night to have a happy hour, to eat, nothing more. They said it was nothing politically motivated, nothing politically affiliated. Again, just to have a happier. Then two days after making this reservation, this happened.
3: The restaurant is misguided about what the group is about, and they're not listening to anything, first of all. Second of all,
1: they are excluding her because of an association that she has controversy tonight at why hill over a canceled reservation one group wondering if it had to do with their political affiliation she feels disappointed because it looks like a great place and she feels discriminated against the reservation was made by the head of the wake county chapter of moms for liberty i reached out to Y hill to get their side of this in a letter the restaurant sent to the group they said quote we support a safe space for all individuals no matter how they identify we happen to be at Y Hill today as they announce they're hosting a children's book sale this weekend. The sale is in support of the LGBTQ community in Raleigh and beyond. All proceeds are being sent to the LGBT center of Raleigh. A number and of books Changle being Street. sold here are titles that have come under fire in the last few months, including Gender Queer and Lawn Boy. The group Moms for Liberty has tried to get them banned from schools because of their book. graphic nature. If you dig into Y Hill's Facebook page underneath the post about the book sale, there's a lot of chatter. One person Gender wrote, quote, thank you for standing on the, the side of inclusion BJ and in acceptance. It. Another wrote, quote, we just found your place two weeks ago but didn't realize you include everyone except those you disagree with. Discrimination at its finest.
2: So here is the woman on TikTok who's supposedly responsible for this stuff
3: hey moms for liberty of wake county i heard y'all had to change venues that's such a shame i wonder who would have done something like that oh wait i know exactly who it was it was me Catherine for justice and i'm not stopping and i brought a whole lot of friends you know what's the funniest thing about this to me You had to make the reservation anonymously because you knew no business in this area would want you here knowingly. At least none of the ones with enough caliber to be in downtown Raleigh. You know what else we did? We didn't just make you change venues. We shut down your whole conversation, baby girl. We done been all up over that website. We know you turned off accepting applications without being screened. Guess what that means? Your conversation and ability to communicate just got a whole lot harder. By the way, there's more than one imposter among your ranks, so have fun figuring out how many of us there are. So I took a screenshot of the email, and I sent it to the business, and I just let them know, like, hey, this is about to go down, and I'm pretty sure my group's going to do something in counter um so i would highly recommend that this event get canceled because i don't really know what's going to go down
2: so this um thing Mm -hmm. that's so happy with herself this fascist psychotic (laughs) evil ridiculously Mm big-eyed animal that did that is um a good look into these people
3: Mm -hmm. i think uh what needs to happen here Is that I think some of these groups need to rebrand themselves and associate themselves with religion because that will make it much, much harder for businesses to cancel your reservation if you're a religious group. Um, Because everywhere in the country except D.C., um, in D.C., it's not allowed to discriminate on political affiliation. Mm -hmm. Because that would make it tough to do business in D.C. So they just made that a rule to like even the playing field for everybody. But in most parts of the country, it's totally legal to discriminate based on political affiliation to discriminate against people who like liberty or discriminate against people who are conservatives or Republicans or whatever. That's that's allowed. Um, There's no like personal belief discrimination thing however religion is a protected class under discrimination laws right so if you go and you say you know that your group is parents promoting judeo-christian values in the schools group Mm -hmm. uh now all of a sudden it's going to be very difficult for that restaurant to cancel your reservation because they're going to have a civil rights case against them if they do so hopefully So, and and it opens up, like, hate crime charges against people who, like, threaten your event or whatever and try and get it canceled because that's, right. that's like, harassment. You can't, like... Remember, you this can't person say, thinks she's a really good person. Right, but you can't, like, go to a restaurant and say, like, if you serve this Muslim group dinner, then, like, we're going to attack your restaurant. Right. Like, that's... You're not allowed to do okay, that. Okay, so go as a
2: religious group. I get mm-hmm. it. Thank you. That's good advice. But the fact that this person thinks... That she's one, she's self congratulatory. I was so clever. I was so clever. Okay, If somebody decides to spend all their free time harassing you. Guess how she's going to react? <laughs> Soccer foul. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm being attacked. I'm being doxed. I literally am getting threats. Literally, this thing, person is a pos. So I want to get. So you had me watch the Rumble video about Pride DC. Yes. This uh does we get any you know i didn't really mind that much i mean i mind i mean it was guys all who wanted to show us that they were very eager to have sex with each other and so i don't care that if that's the the what the pride parades are is horny dudes dressed like crazy who are get, that's fine it, it shouldn't be it certainly shouldn't be platformed as family friendly
3: <laughs> which should hands yeah. off
2: or, and they should have to follow the law you're not allowed to twerk your ass on a cop. <laughs> um, and so... whatever well,
3: some people are allowed to, whatever, we, whatever You and we, I aren't allowed so to do So for whatever
2: it. it is, you know, whatever. You, th- you know, some of the fellas, especially young, like to have a good time. And first of all, these guys are men. So men are generally interested in one primary goal in life, <laughs> immediate goal, and two... These are men who are stuck with other men.
3: Who have the same immediate. Right.
2: Guilt. This is like, I'm surprised it just wasn't an, an explosion. So that's fine. But what my problem was with a really a, t- a tame part of it, which was when the interviewer interviewed let's Savannah Hosted, whatever it was.
3: Yeah. Savannah Hernandez, maybe. Yeah.
2: My problem was this. And I thought this was the most interesting part. Well, you, you, you actually played this as mm-hmm. we were laying in bed this morning with... Whatever. Um, well, no, it's not what you think. It's with with kids t boning us, which also doesn't sound right. With kids who were, we, we have little kids in the bed who are asleep and causing Alice to have thrown her back out now and caused me to have neck pings. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. I should leave children out of my my conversation. Okay. So here's the thing. So these two girls are probably in their teens, maybe early twenties. <laughs> And they're asked... These girls are super eager to get in front of this microphone. One is looking at her friend being in front of the microphone. Was like, oh, she can't wait to jump in. She is so eager to talk about herself. They both are. And let's just listen to them. I'm gay. At what age did you know that you were gay? Um... I think at, like, 10, I knew that I... I think at 10, but I wasn't, like... I wasn't clear on my gender. Yeah, I, I think it, it was around, like, 10 as
3: well when I, st- I started questioning if I was bi. And then since then it was kind of like a, a slippery slope because I kept, I was like, am I bi, omni, lesbian? And then I, I kind of, like, came to the point, and And now, recently I've been, like, am I pan? But then I, like, I think now I'm starting to realize that I'm queer. But, yeah, it was, it started around 10. It wasn't, like, fully formed, but I guess, like, that's when I realized, wait, that's a possibility? Yeah. I am genderqueer, mask, and queer. What's trans mask? trans mask is, like, people under the non-binary umbrella identifying, like,
2: or presenting mask. Masculine? Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm trans, and uh, un- my sexuality is unlabeled. Um, <laughs> I use he, him pronouns. Yeah, and I use he, they pronouns. So... Can we just call it a night? With us? <laughs> what we, How long are we going to play the game here? No, That's these a- are
3: just young teenagers who right. want to be a part of something. They don't, right. They're not any kind of gay at all. Right. Trans,
2: mask, demi... <laughs> if there's going to be a time when nobody's going to have enough time to listen to all the really interesting things you are. And also, heaven
3: forbid, any of these people ever get misgendered by somebody while working at Starbucks. By the way,
2: do you know how many people in my high school knew my gender, where I was on the spectrum, and or my um my um
3: gender identity, my gender or, identity, or any if, of that stuff? And did they know if you were? By pan omni queer had no. have you decided by that age no. which one of those you were no
2: I, we hadn't been trained to let the world know how interesting we are you were just a dude with a mullet who just freaking did his time in school until they rang the bell and you could get the hell out that, that was it there wasn't like this I am so fascinating that wait if you think you know how fascinating I am I just sprouted a new thing so I'm even more fascinating than <laughs> you just thought and by the way, that means that you have to abide by newer rules around me. God, you're so spoiled. Just shut up. You're not interesting. I do wonder what... This is you why. Th- you know what? I am for... I'm going right back to... I'm... How do I put the cells? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I'm dating Kate Upton. Right? <laughs> okay. You know what Kate Upton is?
3: a beautiful woman.
2: She's just hot. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if she's smart. I assume she's not. I mean, you look like that, why would you have to be? I mean, and you're you're the exception to that, obviously. <laughs> but Thanks, it's like Cindy. I assume, just stop being interesting. And it goes for for guys to Obviously, guys to the guys are even more disappointing. This the Demi Pan whatever it's like god. Don't you wonder like just be a man and shut up. Don't you not everybody has to know all the things that you are, the fascinating things that you are? You know, go do a fascinating thing instead of deciding to make your hair purple and get a nose ring and forcing everybody to find you fascinating and applaud you for it. Go do something instead of uh, organizing at the Starbucks where you've now been for more than a decade. You know, it it took Elon Musk less time to build an electric car and change the face of the earth. You're now shift manager because they don't know what to do with somebody who won't leave.
3: (laughs) don't you wonder too what young people now have to do to like be edgy because these kids they're like i'm a demi-queer pansexual um person with demon demon self pronouns and their parents are like wow honey that's great well you know i love you and support all your identity like i mean aren't they just like pleading to have to shock their parents and their parents just refuse to be shocked right, right. like what do you have to do to get some good old-fashioned like generation gap confusion I around think that's,
2: here that's 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 one of the problems because <laughs> i have friends first of all but my, my dad would not countenance that he would have no interest in me speaking new language to him <laughs> he'd probably say Tommy, you're a GD loser. If I was saying stuff that these kids said, said, he didn't. It didn't matter. I mean, you wouldn't. You sit around and talk. You were what you did. You were what you achieved. To my dad, mm-hmm. and it didn't even matter. Even if achieving was working a menial job for eighty hours a week, if you went there and showed up and were when uh, were respectful and got my pa- my grandparents, and my dad, when I was made the Caldor Employee of the Month, which Caldor is <laughs> like an old Walmart, essentially, they were. Absolutely floored. My dad, I think, took That me... was
3: your new identity. You identified as the Caldor They were employee legitimately the thrilled. And
2: they were affirming of your new they, Caldor identity. They were legitimately thrilled. They mm-hmm. were thrilled. Because that meant I had done my job so far back... And I actually was hugely talented at, at emptying the <laughs> trucks. I had a natural... That was my big moment. Um, but that was the thing. It's like... But, but it, it's something... It's not telling them how my grandmother would have laughed at me if I was telling her how interesting I am. Mm-hmm. God, get out of here. What else you got, Alice? Or should we go to the chat chat?
3: Um, I did want to say something else, but what was it? Did I just like completely mentally lose what it was? Um
2: I feel I'll like- play one while you're thinking, okay? Okay. I'm I was wondering if anybody's calling. In. I wish I could be the barn barrel actor. Yeah, and while she had called. That was that that scene that you were spooked by the other day. Okay. Oh, Ooh. Dreamer. Great song. You know
0: you are a
1: dreamer. Do you know
2: who this is no it's uh who's who the people who do it um um uh god dang it's it's not right I'm gonna be mad because Ted loves this group let' listen to them all the time oh, damn, this is a bad thing, Alice. We're going to hear about this. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the group.
3: Okay, I know what it was I wanted to say. The Senate reached their, like, agreement on their framework, Mm -hmm. their bipartisan framework for gun control today, which includes, among other things, red flag laws. And I've been sort of, like, on the fence about red flag laws. I mean, Ron DeSantis passed a red flag law after Parkland in Florida. So, I mean, like, and I see a place for a world in which, like, you know you can that if somebody clearly is an issue which all these people clearly are an issue in the lead up to the event that you can like temporarily get an order from a judge to briefly take their guy like I can see a world where that is but I have to tell you that um a lady from the town next door to us on Facebook recently radicalized me against red flag laws and I am now a hundred percent against them because she spent the whole end of last week and into the weekend posting about how she was reporting her neighbors to the police for posting content where they were against gun laws. So somebody in her local Facebook group posted a Tim Pool video about uh, Matthew McConaughey like using dead children to try and sell gun control, basically. And... I didn't like the Matthew McConaughey thing. I know. I think you did think he was good or whatever. But anyway, that's like neither here nor there. The point is that then she posts this. Here's an idea. When someone posts and jokes about children dying at schools from gun violence, we report it to the police. There are always red flags before an incident happens. I, for one, am not going to sit back and allow extremists in this town to terrorize parents and make us feel unsafe. I just called the police and reported red flag activity. They thanked me and said, this is what the community must do more of. I invite you all to do the same. Here's the non-emergency number. The see something, say something campaign applies here. If we see adults who are joking about gun violence in schools. This person posted a podcast Mm -hmm. episode from someone about not doing gun control. What are they teaching their children? We must band together as a community and not allow this type of ideology to infiltrate our town. And then she says, the person has me blocked, so I can't see the disgusting post he made today. Someone screenshot it, so we have proof.
2: We have proof. This is obviously a psycho, and this is, yes, this is... And
3: somebody said, you mean this? And they posted the video of the podcast that he posted. Matthew McConaughey exploits dead kids to sell gun control. And she goes, yes, thank you. He blocked me because he knows it's wrong. Um, and she said, oh, yeah. report him to the police. This is how we stop our town from becoming the next headline." And then they complained more about how the post had to be, like, removed from the group and all this stuff. And she went on and on. And she didn't ever admit that she was crazy. Like, somebody else said, no. like, you know, you're getting a little ridiculous. And she goes, this could, this post could save the lives of children in this town. I'm not sure why you would think that's ridiculous.
2: We may revisit this tomorrow and do it at the beginning part of the show when I've got energy and, and I'm not dead.
3: Okay, we'll we see re- about it. But, yeah, Let's so, revisit it tomorrow. needless to say... I'm now against red flag laws because mm. people like that exist and we live in a state where there are far Psychos. too many of them and you can't have a world where that person can call the police and get your guns taken away because you posted a podcast. Yeah, she's a psycho.
2: Like. It's a problem. You know, they didn't, when they came up with the democracy, they didn't realize that we'd be populated by half psychotics. <laughs>
3: they didn't. Yeah. I mean, that that's the issue. So... Uh yeah, sorry people who like gun control. I was like kind of on the fence about red flag loss, but yeah, now I'm a. Gift. Oh yeah, I
2: got beat up when I talked about it today. The, 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 people are angry, essentially saying what you're saying. All right, let's see what else is on the chat chat. Doggy, all right, huh? all right. I think that's Super tramp, That's my guess, but I'm not sure. But a
0: it's
2: a great song, obviously. <laughs> Hey, Tom and Alice. Uh, this is, well, you know who this is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be going down to Chamber Smorgasbord here in Spencer, Indiana, and I was wondering if I should save you a fried biscuit and some apple butter. All right. Bye. So I don't know anything about fried biscuits. Alice, you've made apple butter, haven't you? Yes. Oh, sorry. You to use your condescending... Uh, I didn't
3: know that that was a condescending voice a I have yacht made yacht
2: bunny voice. I'm sorry about <laughs> I that. I have
3: made apple butter. I don't yes. know what a yacht Something bunny is. Like, I just
2: married to Ann Coulter for a moment. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> That's your favorite My fantasy, God. honey. I'm
2: kidding.
0: It's right. 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, I've seen a big boss, Mr. Mullen. My promotion is in the bag. I can hear those... What is
2: easy money? Rodney J. Dangerfield, Esquire.
0: ...now... It sounds Frank right, Chester, but I've heard it all before. And
2: Matthew and I... Getting- no, Mr. Mellon. Okay, Chester, that's his... Um, uh, uh, cl- back to school. Back to
0: ah. school. Long better? Oh, last Christmas, we weren't getting along at all. And I gave him a BB gun. He gave me a sweatshirt with a bullseye in the back. I mean, he has a weird
2: sense of humor. Obviously, it's great Rodney Dangerfield. All right, fellas. Thank you so much for everything. Hey, fellas and ladies, by the way,
3: and non binary people.
2: That's right. That's right.
3: We're welcoming to all.
2: Um, I like that the girl said, Well, for when I was 10, that's when I noticed I was bi. It's like. <laughs> you went from zero to two?
3: And then she went for pan omni and queer.
2: Well, she's so interesting. What an interesting person. I want to be interesting, Alice, too.
3: Thank you so much for listening. You can uh, share at what age you discovered your gender identity. Uh, you can email us at burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com or you can uh, find us on Twitter at burnbarrelpod. You can find us on facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. burnbarrelpodcast.com is where you can leave those chat chat messages. Two more hogs got the fever. There's a red button there that you can use to leave a message in. Yeah, it looks find. like
2: an ad. It looks like an ad, like something you would never want to click on, but that's what to click on.
3: <laughs> oh, by the way, can I tell a quick story? Oh, so, please. I'm very proud of myself is a deep today. deep policy discussion? <laughs> no, no. I'm very proud of myself today because the IT people at my work, I love you all IT people, but I guess they have nothing better to do. So one of their pastimes is they send employees of the company fake phishing emails to see if we click on them, and I noticed one today, and I didn't click it, and I sent it back to them, so I didn't have to take the. Rem- oh, there's there, nothing you there like better than that. phishing email,
2: course. Is there any chance, Alice, that you were in the National Honor Society in high school?
3: I was. Were you I in think... any
2: AP classes?
3: Eleven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there's nothing you like than a good data boy, a good pat on the head. I did good, right? Yes, honey, you did good.
3: (laughs) (sighs) Not today, IT people.
2: That's right. There you go.
3: Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.